Welcome to Teen Conversations. Welcome to Teen Conversations with Ian and Jeremy. Yes. And we are here to discuss the topics of the day. Topics of the day. The news. The news. What is, uh, what's on your mind? What do you want to talk about? I know you guys are going back to school full time. Oh, not fun. Right? A couple weeks. You can go back uh, five days a week. Five days a week. Yeah. I know we were thinking about uh, the advantages of only going a couple days. Yeah. Uh, I think there is a bunch of advantages, but uh, I think the advantages of going back full time are, uh, I mean, uh, not, I mean, you, you get all of the, like, the teacher kid, like, interactions so you actually the kids actually understand it and they don't have a, the whole the whole uh, uh work the same workload they don't have that workload anymore you mean well well least, like what, it, what's different about the workload well if you're not going every day uh you have to do more homework so that's a lot more pressure on the kids but also not going uh, only going a couple of days a week uh, lessens your risk of getting COVID. I mean, the virus. Lessens your risk of getting the virus. The virus. So, I mean, what do you think about, like, uh, how, are they, how are they going to protect all of the students? I mean, your school has like fifteen or 1,600 kids. Yep. And, uh, I mean, so you can't social distance. There is no way no. you're social distancing. No. I mean, you just throw that out the window right now. Yeah. So how, I mean, how, how do you think you're going to be able to sanitize in between classes? I don't think there is a way. So they're just going to, you think they're just going to say, hey, we're not going to sanitize or kind of just do the, no, the doorknobs or something? And Well, I think the teachers can sanitize, but I don't know about the students. So I think the teachers can, <laughs> well, I think the teachers can like, like spray down like the desks and stuff. In between I don't know about class. in between periods. Right, I mean... that That's going to be difficult because... I'm going to say right now, that's not going to happen. There's only like five minutes. Because you've got to get prepped for one class. During their prep, they could probably sanitize all their things. What's that, one one period a day? And then the... But that's an hour and a half, so... Right. So they, they, they quickly wipe down the... Uh, desks and everything. Desks and the, and the chairs. No, that's not going to happen. I mean, all of our teachers are doing it. Yeah, they're doing it two days a week no they, that, they, they have to go to school every day I thought they were only teaching twice a week uh, in school they're teaching four days a week in school so they have one day a week so, so right now the teachers are actually in between classes wiping everything down I don't know about in between every class but I know like beginning of the day uh, end of the day and during their prep I mean so. you can't really ask for them to do more can you no I think that's the the be, the best you can ask for. So, the workload situation. Do you think you're going to have more homework, the same, or less homework, going back to school five days? I think we're going to have the same because we're. I won't. Then what? Like a usual here? Then what? Yeah. Then what you have right now? Because you're. Then we have right you're now. You're only going twice a week. Less. It's gonna be less than what we have right now, because we're gonna have, we're gonna meet five times every two weeks, so like five times per class every two weeks. So, since we have a block schedule, 
it's A, B, A, B, A, B. So okay. if you have like math on like an A day, you every two weeks you meet five times. So that's 35 hours in two weeks you're in that class. Right. That's awesome. I mean... Oh, no, no. Uh, my bad. That's, I can't do math. That's 35 total hours of school and uh, five hours of every class. No. It's not an hour. Because you have an hour and a half block. An hour and a half block. So it's... Uh, what's five times? 1.35. Seven and a half? Seven and a half? Seven and a half hours. Mm-hmm. I can't do math. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Math on math off the top of your head instead of a computer or a calculator in my day. Yeah. You guys don't use calculators, do you? No, not really. I I don't. I don't really use. Cal- well, I use them on my phone. Do you use it in school? No. What do you use in school? My head. You do not do math in your head. We just tried. We just watched you try to do it. Oh, but it, yeah, but I don't, I don't. I don't use a calculator. Huh? I don't use a calculator. Well, how do you get your you longhand it? Write it all down. This is a disconnect we were talking about. Before. I do it in my head. I do actually do it in my head. I might not be good at it, but eventually I'll get the right answer. <laughs> you know, there there is a total disconnect between my generation. And you, your generation, don't you think? Well, yeah, because I know I'm your old. your generation's unwilling to learn. I don't know that that's true. I mean, it, partially. I mean, you know, partially true. Not a lot. Not a lot. So I don't know. You know, I think that the the disconnect comes from our un inability to actually understand the advantages of some of the technology you guys yeah. grew up with it right yeah I mean, but like my first cell phone wasn't until i was like 20 or something yeah but my generation like my generation wants like a, like if you like like a they're like oh that's so cool if they learn about something that's old you guys were like, oh my god, back in my day, we never had one of these. Like, I feel like it's just, not. I don't think you are, or I, I just feel like there are people in your generation who are just unwilling or resistant to something that's new, which I don't understand. Well, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I think the, the boomer generation didn't really have to adapt much. In, as far as technology goes, the advancement of technology, they kind of helped it evolve. But that huge leap from growing up with something or from not having it or developing it to growing up with something, I think that it, it, it's, it's, it's huge, right? When you grow up with something, you, you know it inside and out, upside down and every which way but loose, you know? The Gen Xers, I mean, the first cell phone was just phenomenal. That was crazy. Be able to talk on your phone without a, without being stuck at a payphone. You don't even know what a payphone is. I know what a payphone is. Huh? I've seen them. <laughs> I've never used one. I don't understand. I, I just, I, I, I never, I've never needed to use one. So that, that that's the whole thing. I don't know. I, I think I, I, you can still look it up on YouTube. What's a payphone? 
I know what a payphone. I've seen them. I have seen them. I've seen a payphone before. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. I mean, you probably are a little more old school compared to some of your cohorts. I don't know. You grew up with uh, out in the sticks, you know. Yeah. Yeah, splitting firewood and, and that type of thing, running a chainsaw, shooting guns. Yeah, but... You know, yeah. Living on a farm. There's not a lot of really cool apps that you could do on a farm that make it any easier. <laughs> right? I, mean, I don't know. Bucking hay or packing hay or pig feed, you know? Yeah. That's a nasty, smelly job. You know all about it. So. But pig feed does the smell bad. Pig feet doesn't, but pigs do in the summertime. Yes, they do. When the wind turns, baby, that'll knock your <laughs> socks off. Yeah, they don't smell great. But right. That's a, that's another divide in our in our not. I mean, I don't know about the rest of the world, but in our country, especially rural versus urban areas. Right. Where people just don't understand that, like, what other people are going through, or just don't care. And that's both ways, though. That is. Yeah. Rural and urban, because mm-hmm. you know we've never been in a real urban setting. You know, not like really inner city type. Yeah, understanding what but their you, you, struggles are. You work there, right? But that's different. Working uh-huh. there and living there, that's not the same. I know, right? But you get to see it, even though even if you don't understand it, you still see what's going on, right? Every day. So, I mean, you might have better insight than someone like me, who I I I've never worked work there I've never lived there so I don't really I don't know what's like going on in well, we don't know what the struggles are there yeah really I mean not and and pe- other than what the news yeah the media but says about yeah. certain things the goings on and yeah. that so that's but, that's a whole nother but they don't know what's going on in like rural areas how that life goes and you know and that's something too like how many people actually know and understand what it's like to to live both lives. Well, to, to to live a poverty, right? Inner city or a poverty out, you know, uh, in the country, you know, off of a farm. Most farmers are poor. Most farmers don't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's something to think about. What's the difference? Where is there? Why is that so much different? And that's part of the disconnect. Yeah. I feel like people are more alike than they are different, so I feel like they're probably going through the same struggles of not knowing when they're gonna eat next, not knowing when the next paycheck is. But they don't they just don't know. That they're going through the same thing in different areas. Well, I think the inner city stuff is a way more violent, dangerous than, you know, uh, living out in the country. I mean, yeah, we're gonna, get, we're gonna get eaten by a pig or, or whatever gourd. No, I mean, yeah, that doesn't really happen. You know, mountain lion maybe once every ten years. I don't know. Yeah. So there is a real disconnect, not even not even generational, just just between uh, groups that are still poor. I mean, the rich always they got it made right. So yeah, if you're rich in their city, you're rich in on a farm out in the country. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. Yeah. Right. It's the poor class, poorer people, the poor class of people, that are the struggle. Yeah. All right. I think they they go through different lives. It's it's strange to me if you think about it. They're both poor. They both have 
they're both struggling in life, but they they both probably think different, act different, vote different, which is really amazing to me because like if you boil it down, they're they're basically they're basically living the same life in different places, but they can be so different at the same time. Well, everybody's different. Yeah, we already know that. Yeah, everybody's different, but like I mean, like on the most of like basic things, like they they can believe in completely different like ways of fixing their struggles, right? But could be going through the exact same thing, which is surprising to me. 